Hola estrellitas, this is Sol, and this is Luna, and we are Chillonas, pero badass. Clear it is in my mind. Mija, ya levántate. Vámonos. While rubbing my eyes, I get up from the warmth in my bed, brush my teeth. Thank God I slept in what I'm wearing today. The sun isn't even out yet. Throw on my overly sized Spartan hoodie. The three of us walk out into the breeze of a February morning. We drove an hour and a half. It felt longer. Good thing I didn't have to drive. Don't know what shape I will be on the way back. All I had was hope. Though this hope was quite fragile, quite small, it existed. Dimly. Hope that my mother was wrong. My brother and I stayed in silence. We arrived. My mother was right. His car was there. Betrayal was there. My father was still cheating on my mother. How clear it is in my mind that very day, nine years ago today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it doesn't get, it doesn't get any easier hearing that. And this is like the fourth, fifth time I've heard it. Compared to the first time you heard it? Oh, the first time I heard it, sobbing, just sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice because it was nice of you, like very courageous of you to share. It was very brave. And I think the reason why I cried so much is because for a long time I felt alone. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, as everybody does, you know, like your own struggles and you're like, oh, nobody else goes through kind of like that, the, the same situations. And it's because nobody talks about it. It's crazy because I don't know where I got this courage to think, oh, yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me unravel my traumas right here in class. <laughs> <laughs> in a room with strangers, because we were all strangers at that point still. This is a poem legit that was written on the board. Like the prompt is written on the board talking about, mm -hmm. okay, this is your prompt today, right? Something that has to do with this. You have five minutes. And in five minutes, that's what I wrote. That's what I decided to share with all these strangers in class. <laughs> Only to find out that this one person in hell or crying in there would be my lifetime soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like right after that. <laughs> going up to you telling you how brave you were and like thank you for sharing yeah it's and crazy. then I remember like are you free <laughs> yes you want to go to the library with me <laughs> do you want to become my friend <laughs> sure <laughs> it's crazy because like even when you came up to me after class, no, it wasn't even after class. It was during break that you came up to me and, and you were telling me like, wow, like, thank you for sharing that. Like, I couldn't relate more. And I'm just like, I think I was crying too. Cause I was just like, 
wow like really and I think that's when it, it was like an instant click because you were like yeah like I totally know what you're talking about I totally can understand you like I'm going like I went through that and I'm just like really like you the two and then like right to the point right very yeah. like yeah. oh yeah my mom and my dad yeah you yeah me too my mom and my dad I was like oh my god and mm -hmm. I felt exactly what you felt yeah where I didn't feel alone anymore because that you're right when we endure our 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 traumas our life situations just everything we always end up feeling like it's just us it's by ourselves it's we are alone mm -hmm. only to find out that it's more common unfortunately than we even knew I think because you were able to share something so deeply like so deeply connected to you I think that's why it attracted me more to you and wanting to be able to talk to you and like go up to you and build up that courage because although I may seem like a social butterfly I'm really not like I'm a social butterfly with people that I get close to <laughs> and people that I connect with yeah and so you being able to do that honestly really gave me confidence and gave me courage to want to be able to share something so similar because we went through our stories are like it's it's scary how like you lived on one side of the bay i lived on the other side of the bay and around the same time we were going through the same thing around the same ages like we are not the same age but during the like that age mm -hmm. we went it's through the trip. same things and had to pick up the responsibilities yeah my i'm the oldest of three so it's like my brother he's he was in a junior in high school at the time. My sister was like in fifth grade. So it all happened and oh man, it just, it was, it was very hard. It was very hard. And the way it all happened too, was just like with this poem, the poem is that day that like we went, we followed him to, <laughs> to his mistress's house. <laughs> wow. And mind you, like, my parents, my mom had already found out about my dad's affair since like a year prior, right? And she hired a private investigator. That's so like, crazy. My cousin, uh-huh, my cousin helped her like figure out numbers and where she worked, all this like, you know, wow. like uh, FBI style, right? Like she went in on information. That's insane. And so my mom was willing to work on everything with my dad. And so supposedly my dad was too but even like six months in my dad was just like it's happened a long time ago like it's time to move on we should be back to normal blah 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 but only to find out <laughs> he was still seeing her he was still with her oh my so gosh. of course like a year after everything you know my mom was like she had gone through counseling she had done her she did her, her yeah. work like she did her part and she knew my dad was still seeing her so it, she prepared herself for it obviously we weren't there because i like you know we weren't at that stage like she was to prepare herself because yeah. i mean there was no work done on our end right for it's us. a whole different ball game too because for her it's her husband of many mm -hmm. many years but for mm -hmm. you guys i hate to say it and like i hate to put it in these terms but for you guys it was your idol yes yes it was and unfortunately my mom you know she wanted to include us like my brother missed school because she was like we're gonna go we're gonna follow your dad uh -huh. 
And uh, my best friend at the time drove us. So he wouldn't recognize the car. Yeah. And we drove an hour and a half that, and I remember thinking like, damn, we're really far. And I'm just hoping, Luna, I'm just thinking and I'm, and I'm wishing like, please don't go where we think you're going. Please don't mm-hmm. be there. Please tell me that you're not doing this still. And of course, like I saw and my dad's park was there. And then so my mom, I don't, this woman became superwoman. I never, I, 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 tiny women in their rage, man, tiny (laughs) women in a rage. I I admire, I admire my mom for the strength she had to go up the stairs, knock that door, like gut and everything. mm -hmm. Oh my God. And my dad opens the door. My dad opens the door. And he's like, sweater. like he's putting on his sweater as he's walking out, close the door behind him, right? And passes my mom down the stairs. But my mom grabs the door and swings it open. <laughs> yeah, she was ready to whoop you know? some ass. Fucking, I would have been too. <laughs> she fucking opened that door. That's when I went up the stairs, like to back up my mom. And I yeah. was yelling at her. I don't, I honestly don't remember what I said. It was like, I know you're here to embarrass me. I know what you're here to do. And that was so stupid what she said, but whatever. And my mom came down, just that woman closed the door. My mom went, came down the stairs and she told him like, you're choosing to be with this slut instead of your family. Yeah. And his response was, es la única opción con la que me dejaron. This was the only option you all left me with. As in, not just my mother, yeah. as in you all. Yeah. As, us as a yeah. And that really like... That stayed with you. That stuck. That stuck. And it's I, like if you could have it tattooed, you would. Honestly, honestly right? It is. Yeah, it really is. It's sad because there's things that like my my dad has told me that I swear to you, it's like engraved in my heart. Fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. and it's like every time you hear it, it's gut it's gut wrenching. It it makes you angry. Like it, mm-hmm. it makes your blood boil. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I see him, those are like the things that. Yeah. yeah. And that was the last time my dad had been home. He ya no regresó. I said that, that was like that was it. That was it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think for like two weeks. Nisus luces. Like for two weeks my Meanwhile, dad while his kids are going through it. Mm-hmm. My dad was just out of the picture. But it was one thing that my brother and I saw what happened, so we knew, but yeah. The problem there was my little sister. Mm. where she didn't understand what was going on. So she was calling her dad every day, crying, wondering where he was and why he wouldn't answer. Called him on his birthday and he didn't answer. O sea, he forgot about the youngest one who who didn't understand, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and that's all, folks. <laughs> all right. Tune in next week. No, I'm just kidding. This is this is a heavy episode for us. And I'm really, I'm really. I think we avoided like. Yeah, but I'm really happy <laughs> that you brought this up. So I really thank you for it for and, and for having the courage of sharing first and having to relive that. Thank you. Because I know it's not easy. Mm-mm. Not at all. It's 10 years later, girl. And yeah. Yep. It's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But. So I can remember like so vividly the day that uh, my dad walked out on us. It was around the holidays. Um, the day of Thanksgiving to be exact. <laughs> so <laughs> some background. My dad is uh, a alcoholic. 
Um, he'd been sober for around the same time that my sister had been alive. So about 11 years. Mm -hmm. And so, um, every Thanksgiving in the mornings, we would have, we would spend it with my mom's family. And in the afternoons, we would um, spend it with my dad. So this Thanksgiving, my aunt came, we had our dinner uh, with her and her family. She, she came and went and then it got around seven o'clock at night and my dad needs his loses, like absolutely nothing. Llegaba, like le hablábamos, nada. We called his family to see if he was at their house. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't there. Some uh, some of our uncles weren't even answering the phone at that point. What the heck? And so we were just like, what the fuck? Because me había dicho, oh, the day before was like, oh, y te alistas porque vamos a ir a la casa de tu abuela, like afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay. So, you know, we were waiting because we were going to have an early dinner with him. Y pues nada. And so... I remember like putting everything away and then going upstairs, going to sleep. My mom went to sleep. My younger sister went to sleep. And I just started calling hospitals. Because at this point, I was really? more than 100 calls in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he relapsed. Like, there's no way. Like, my mind went to he had an accident or he relapsed. Mm-hmm. And so... And I was like, and he got pulled over and probably he's either sobering up in a hospital or he's in jail somewhere. So I started calling um, police departments. I started calling hospitals. How can I get more information? Nada. Nothing. How old were you? I was um, 19. I had just turned 19. And so um, my mom... I hear her because our rooms were really close together. So like around three in the morning, I hear my mom. I know where you are. This is what you're going to do to your kids. You're not even going to show up. She's like, how disrespectful of you. This is your house. You live here. This is where you need to come home to. I think she thought I was asleep. Oh, shit. And she was like, you know, like she started going in telling him, like, you've done this for years. So my mom, my dad's cheated on my mom for years. She. And she knew, she knew of it. She knew every single person that my dad had an affair with. My mom knew of them. Oh, wow. And so, and my mom was her own PI girl. My mom would show up to the places where they would frequent and she'd be sitting in the back, just looking how she had the guts for that. No idea. She was her own PI. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She, she, she knew everything about these people. And so this woman in specific she knew everything about her. She knew where she worked. She knew where my dad met her, when my dad met her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knew everything. And so going back to my mom leaving the voicemail, like my mom's like, you need to come home. Like your kids need you. So then my mom hangs up and I turn on the, like I walk out of my room, I turn on the light and I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, and she's like, tu papá, yo sé dónde está. She's like, anda con una puta. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, that's what she uh-huh. said. And I was like, no, like, what if my dad is like somewhere and we don't even know where he is? Like, I think I had my license at this point. So I was like, voy a ver aunque sea aquí al Kaiser close by. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, there's no need for you to go. So then, te lo juro, yo creo ni dormí esa noche. And so the next morning, I got up super early, like got out of bed super early, went to go shower, got my little sister ready, and we went to my grandma's. Uh, My sister was 11, 
at this time too. And so mm-hmm. got up, went to my grandma's and I'm like, grandma, like, have you seen my dad? He's not answering. Like, I'm worried at this point. I'm like, no, you got lucky. No me eche mentiras. I llegado. Like, please, like begging them. Did you not and believe my- your mom? No. Oh, I see. And my family was like, oh, not even making a big deal about it. My grandma was just like, va parecer, no te preocupes. And so, okay, like at this point, calling and calling still, okay? I'm about like 300 calls in. I remember because I remember vividly like the call log. And you know how it says like how many times you've called? Yeah. I remember the call log. And so finally around one o'clock in the afternoon, the next day, he answers me. And I'm like holding back, cussing at him. And I'm like, where are you? Where have you been? Like, are you okay? He's like, ya voy para allá, no estás chingando. And I'm like, well, I'm not even at my house. Like, I'm at my grandma's house. I was like, they've been calling and looking for you. He's like, por qué, por qué fuiste y hiciste un drama allá? Like, getting me in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you were missing. Like, do you not understand? Is that not processing with you? Like, you were missing. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, and he was like, no, like, regañándome. He was like, no, tú no tenías que andar yendo allá, andar contando mis cosas. Esto es privado. Esto es de la casa. Again, la ropa sucia se lava en casa. Like, all that. He went and in. Then, yeah. And so I was like, pues te estoy esperando. Like, ¿a qué hora vas a llegar? Ya, yo llego en un rato. Vengo de San Francisco. And I was like, okay. So I I was crying at that point. Like I got off the phone, I was crying. Cause he was acting like nothing and I was getting in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. And then um, my uncle was grilling one of my dad's brothers. And he was like, why are you crying? He's like, cause your dad's gonna have another family. You don't need to cry for that. Like that, <laughs> hella cut and dry. My God. Mm-hmm. And so I was like shocked because this is a man that I had grown up with. Like, he's my cousins, the ones that are like my age. He's their dad. So mm-hmm. we would have sleepovers if we did. And I would go to their house with him. So I mm-hmm. saw him almost like another parent, like an extension of my parents, you know? And like he was laughing. Like it wasn't even like I feel bad. It was like he was laughing. Ugh. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay that happened three o'clock my dad finally comes and he gets like parks his truck like nothing se sale del carro bien bañado bien vestido and I see him and my, my grandma was like no you know eso no es la manera de hacer las cosas tienes que hacer las cosas bien um, tienes que hablar con tu esposa basically it all clicked what my mom was saying was right that was the moment that it- it like sent through yeah and I grabbed my sister and I was like we got to go home she was like no but dad's here I was like I don't care we got to go home let's go hurry up I'll go with that Mm -mm, we're going home (laughs) so I grabbed my sister put her in the car and my dad's like chasing after me and he's like por qué hiciste eso like still yelling at me still getting me in trouble and I was like sabes que Ten los huevos suficientes para decirle a mi mamá que ya no quieres estar con ella. Si ya no eres feliz, sé hombre y dile las cosas enfrente. Like, tell her straight up. I'm like, and on top of all of that, 
you need to talk to us too, because we're your daughters. We're part of your marriage with my mom. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, no me estás hablando así. Girl, I pushed him and I slammed the door shut, turned on the car and I fucking took off. And I went home. And then my boyfriend and I, this was a, like very new in our relationship, but I had finally got my license. So we were going to go on a date. <laughs> and so we went out to eat dinner and like completely like ignoring what just happened we went out to dinner I we went to a movie the second part of Twilight I think was coming out mm-hmm. <laughs> mid Twilight my phone starts ringing and my sister's like hey uh my dad's leaving and I'm like oh don't worry he's done it again almost like you that glimmer of hope don't worry he's done it before like he'll come back don't worry they always do this because when I was younger it was very common and so I remember like finishing the movie and my boyfriend was like hey like if you want to go we can go mm-hmm. like I know that you have stuff that at home that you want to deal with and I was like no I don't want to go home and so um when I come home like all his stuff is gone all his clothes is cleaned out of the drawers. He hadn't taken anything else but like his clothes from the drawers, which was mostly all his work stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I remember um, talking to my sister. My sister was so upset and my little cousins were there and they saw the entire thing. Like my cousins that are her age, they saw the entire thing. Oh, wow. And one of them is... Uh, my dad is her padrino. She was like, my padrino left. She's like crying with my, <laughs> with my sister. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, don't worry. He'll come back. My mom orders pizza for them. And we have like a little movie night, completely ignoring everything that happened. And so that was like Black Friday, like the day after Thanksgiving. And then comes uh, the weekend. So like paso el weekend, paso the week. And Saturday, I called my dad and I was like, hey, like, ¿por qué te fuiste? And he was just like, pues, he's like, pues, yo ya voy a hacer vida acá. And I was like, not, mm-hmm. and to his kid, like, I can't think of doing that to your kid. Like, I think of, like, having kids and I'm like, how the fuck would you have the heart to do something like that, to talk like that to somebody? And so he was like, no, you know, you have a servida acá. And I was like, contestame algo. Do you have kids with her? And he was like, girl, this, this to me, this part, this is like one of the phrases engraved in my heart, engraved like, like a tattoo. He was like, no, pero si Dios quiere, sí. <laughs> a week later, a week and a day later. No, pero si Dios quiere, sí. Excuse me? Si Dios he, literally, he literally said, I don't want this family anymore. Literally. I'm going to go get a new one. Literally. It's fucked up how disposable he made. Oh, yeah. You all feel, feel. seem. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry yeah. you went through that. Oh, man. Thank you. It's something that, you know, still kind of we go through today and like deal with. And so, anyways, he was just like, yo quiero que la conozcan, yo quiero que la respeten, this and that. And I was like, absolutely oh not. God. Yeah, girl. Uh-huh. I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
that's insane that that's where his mind went like yeah. automatically already like you know what we could do this again let's start over and let's, yeah. let's do this like meet my new family now yeah and so come to find out years later that he okay she knew she knew my dad was married she knew who we mm -hmm. were she knew mm -hmm. my mom because this girl worked at um the car wash where my where my parents would go and wash their cars she knew us everybody told she her seen you. yep she seen. saw my sister mm -hmm. she knew who my mom was and they would tell her don't listen to him he's married he has a wife he has kids and she's like believing him that his he's a widow husband but she knew and i was like no you're stupid like you're stupid at that point like when she tried to explain to me i was like you're stupid you're a fucking bitch that's mm -hmm. what you yeah i'm like you're an idiot and you know what <laughs> my dad's mistress she knew about us too even up to like the last couple of years i lived with my mom um cleaning out papers and mm -hmm. at my desk and stuff like because my dad used to come to me with um hey like look this up for me or hey look at this or whatever and i ran into those papers only to see that that at the very bottom you know how like when you that it'll give you like a date a name an address like everything at the very bottom tiny print right fine print and her name was on it and we're talking about way before, like, maybe I was like 12, 13 years old. Those for years. Yes. I mean, who knows if my dad was creeping with some other women, but for yeah. sure, it was this person for many years. Because even when um, it first came out with my family about who he was with, she, this mistress and another person came with her to my mom's house to look for her and then just yelling and telling her that they had been together, her and my dad had been together for about seven years. And the only defense my dad had that day was that it was for five. Was that? <laughs> I'm sorry. How does that make that okay? <laughs> and I remember this day was, it's crazy because this day I, I had been sick for about two weeks and then finally I was feeling better. So I went to work that morning. And then my brother Tambien, he was like, uh, he's I'm gonna go to the flea market with my cousins. So he left. So the only ones at home were my mom, my dad, and my sister. So my sister le tocó escuchar when this woman shows up and starts yelling at my mom and saying things to stop calling and hanging up and looking for me because she thought I was the one who was calling her up, but it was actually my mom and my cousin. Oh girl, square the fuck up. Square up because yes, it was me. That was me. I was calling. I showed up to the house. I was like, come out, come outside, bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm above legal age. Come outside. Did you really? Your ass. Yes, I did. Did she come out? Nope. Scary ass bitch. She would call my dad. She'd be like, tu hija está aquí afuera. Come out, bitch. <laughs> She's not that much um, older than me. She's around my eldest sister's age. Of course. So we're around 10, less than 10 years apart. Of course. See, yeah. if this woman were to have came now with my sister being there, now that she's older, it would be like that for sure. But I think because we were, I think honestly for me, I, I didn't have that mentality at the time because I was so confused, right? Because then, yeah. okay, so she came, she told my mom all these things. And then because my cousin was on the phone with my mom, she called me at work to tell me, you need to get home because your dad's going to leave. 
And then I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, I had nothing. I had no clue, no nothing, nada. It was just, you need to come home because your dad's going to leave. And she's bawling her eyes out. She's just crying over the phone telling me, I need to get home. Your cousin. Yeah, my cousin. Uh. So my cousin said, so you need to get home. Your dad's been having an affair. He's about to leave. And so at that moment, I remember, I, this had never happened to me before. This had never, ever happened to me before. That in that moment that she said that, I dropped my phone and then I dropped to the ground. I lost complete feeling oh to my, my legs and I lost it. And I just started crying. Oh, sad. It wasn't even, <laughs> it's crazy how that happened because never have I ever felt that way before. Never has that happened to me before. It was complete shock, complete lost feeling of my legs. I oh fell my to the ground. Gosh. And, and during this time, I'm working. Um, from my uncle so he comes over and he's like what's wrong what's going on and I'm just crying and I had to tell him like my dad's leaving I have to go he's like well you need to calm down before you leave because I you know to drive yeah yeah and I remember like I'd never heard this part of street that's sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay and I remember like finally getting control of myself. And so then I was like, I have to call my dad. So then I call my dad. Why? I don't know. But I called him and I said, dad, what's going on? And he was like, I'm leaving. He's uh, I just, I have to leave and I'm sorry. And I was like, instead of me yelling, instead of saying why, all I could say was, I understand. I understand. I don't blame you. I understand. Oh. I was at, either I was fucking brainwashed. <laughs> Or because I was so like about my dad. My dad was my light. My dad was like, you know, I have, the, I had him on such a high Your pedestal. I know. Yes. I, I he know. Was, he, I believed everything he said. And I was like, okay, dad, you know, and then we hung up and I left and I drove to the boyfriend I had at the time to his house. And I like cried with him. And then at that point, my mom's calling, my dad's calling worried about where i'm at because i haven't shown up to the i've house. disappeared i've fallen off the face of this earth thank you very I'm much that's missing. enough trauma for me <laughs> and so <laughs> so finally i get my life together again again after crying so then i drove home and i passed by in front of my mom my mom's house and my dad's truck isn't there anymore so i kept driving and i just lost it because i'm like he left he really left so i drive past my mom's house and I see that my dad's truck isn't there anymore. So I kept driving and I ended up going to a park. And at this point I have so many missed calls from my mom and so many missed calls from my dad that I finally was like, okay, let me call my dad. And I said, I'm at the park. He's okay. I'll be right there. And so then I called my mom and I told her the same thing. They both show up. My dad is very like that frio, like, like he's just numb. You could tell. Right. Mm -hmm. And He's just looking at me and my mom gets there and she's like, she does this whole mama bear thing that I think it's rare to see it. Not that it's a bad thing or that my mom wasn't nurturing, but it was super, super protective nurturing. Yeah. That overcame her because she came to like, almost like pick me up and like scoop me up and, you know, and tell me everything's okay. Like we're okay. You're okay. Like, let's go home. And I'm so fucking confused because I'm thinking, did I imagine everything that just happened? Like, I don't understand. And my dad says nothing. And so they scooped me up <laughs> and we went back to the house. And it's crazy how vivid I remember 
that I had these like scissors because I did a lot of arts and crafts when I was younger too. I had scissors next to my bed and tell me why I look over I don't know if my parents or if my mom thought I would do something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she thought I was at a bad mental state <laughs> oh my or gosh. I was going to do something or what, but it was so much confusion for about like good two, three months. And I remember one morning I woke up to my dad crying on top of me and he's just crying and telling me, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. I'm so sorry, crying. And mind you, this is still during a time I have no idea what this means. I don't know what you did. I don't know. But here I am brainwashed thinking, It's I because, forgive you. It's okay. It's okay. yeah, and it's because our dads, from what I, what I connect with you a lot is that our dads would love bomb us a lot Mm -hmm. when we were kids and growing super up. affectionate Yeah, super yeah very much what our moms weren't. <laughs> yeah so I can understand it being confusing. yeah it was super confusing that's insane he was just so he was yeah like over you crying he was just apologizing and I'm like petting him because I'm confused but I'm also like dad it's okay don't worry it's okay so here I am fucking forgiving my father for the shit he did <laughs> Here I am being a therapist for you while I'm going through my own shit. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even understand. And it wasn't until like months passed, it clicked. <laughs> and I was angry. And I You think were going I, through the stages of grief. it really was like that. I hear all the time that some people don't just go through the stages of grief when somebody passes away. I've seen, I've realized that And and that it's very true. you mourn when something like this happens, Mm -hmm. you're mourning the idolization of the parent that you had. So in a sense, it is Sí. like losing your dad. Cause ahí se rompe el, el imagen Yeah. of who you thought was this magical person in because your life. mm for me you know says he like it you think of it but for me it was always like my mom was the bad one my mom le buscaba pleito a my dad my dad was always okay he was happy pero ella era la mala and Mm-hmm. he Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he he knew that that's what was going on and he would feed into it girl he'd be like si sí, tu no la quieres no haces menos Yeah, like it was, it was intense. So like when he left me with her, oh Damn. girl, I remember being like, I called him one time and I was like, yo no puedo creer que me hayas dejado con ella. It's crazy because that's exactly what happened with me. My, I would call him to vent about her and instead Mm -hmm. of him trying to help me like mend things with her, no, his response was, no le hagas caso, tú haz lo tuyo. Ella está mal, está loca, no le hagas caso, no le escuches, tú haz lo tuyo. Ay, tu mamá está mal. Instead of being like, oh, it makes me so mad because they can't, they don't realize how damaging that is. It was, yeah, because I hated her. Yeah. I, like as, as terrible as it may sound, even now knowing the way my mom is and the way she is like, I can't even say I hate her. I don't at, Yeah. at, at all. Mm But there was to a point that my dad had me very well manipulated Yeah. that Same. I hated her. Same.